0: What's going on? This is uh Adam Sandler and uh you're listening to two guys who are not Jews. It's Juan and Joe, and it's the podcast. Shibby Doo. Hee-hoo! Check, am I checking? Yes. Yo! Yes, I know, I was doing it on purpose. I'm back, motherfuckers. I'm back. Sorry. I went on a little hiatus, not planned, just I just been um crazy busy and every time I was trying to get back to recording the podcast something else would come up that night and before I knew it it's Friday, I try Saturday. You wouldn't believe how busy my Friday evenings, Saturdays and Sundays have been. It's like I'm booked Almost back to back to back, and I'm not bullshit, between shooting cars and coffee, cars, videos, and then hanging out with a lot of peeps, of course, my my boys, my friends, and a couple other people, a couple other, well, my boys, my best friends, of course, sit around here, and then... A couple other friends that I sometimes go out to have a couple drinks with and we able to get together here and there, you know, so something just has been coming up and I'm not complaining because it's been great. Now I've been slacking off on the podcast a little bit and that's the part that does always hit me a little bit, but I'm good with it because hanging out with the people that I enjoy being with, I just can't beat, and it's been amazing, and Friday, tomorrow, after I do all my shit during the day, maybe get off a little early, stop working a little early, heading off to a little place called Church Hills, we haven't been there in a minute Probably grab some cigars. Well, not probably going to grab some cigars. Some drinks, and possibly a nice steak dinner. Oh shit, yeah! And then later on, we'll have more drinks and probably another cigar because fuck it, why not? So yeah, it's been it's been a lot of fun. I've been I've been busy with a lot of my my projects, a lot of work. But again also hanging out with a lot of different people, a lot of friends, and, you know, I is, no, it's not, it's not. I was going to say, if you go out with some girls, is it a date, but maybe if they're kind of friends, more so no, right? Yeah. Anyways, that's beside the point. It's been, it's been really, really busy, and I swear, on Saturdays, I'm crazy busy. I'll wake up, go to car show, come home, play some tennis, make some breakfast. I've invited actually a few of my friends that have come over that I've made breakfast for. We all kick back, talk some shit after tennis, eat breakfast. Oh, so fucking good. Break off for about an hour or so, hour and a half for us to all get cleaned up, get ready to go. Then we head out for the day and go, I guess you could call it day drinking, right? I mean, go go around here and just hit it up, grab some dinner later, keep drinking like I, I, it's just back to back to back. That's <laughs> fucking great. So anyways, sorry. My name is Jose Meza. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. Thank you for coming and joining this um, hella average with me. And uh, for those of you, again, who are new, used to be the Juan and Joe podcast. So I usually have my buddy Brad, who's been in prison. And I know all of you guys that have been listening, all three of you have been listening for a while. I already know this. However, in case I actually have a fourth person listening, I'm going to update them just really quick. It started off, and it still is, but it started off as a podcast with my buddy, B-Rad, who's been in prison since 1994. We are all around the same age. He's just about one year older, and he's in prison still since that day, or since that year, and he and I have been corresponding via letters since then, now. That's how it's been for... That's how uh, quite a few of the first episodes were. However, it's hard to write a letter every week and get one back. And I haven't... Still haven't written Brad back, which I'm supposed to... Again, it's just crazy. But again, busy does not... There's no excuse. So, yes. I haven't got a letter from him. Nor has he called me, again. And so... I would read letters from him and he and I, even older letters, but the newer letters always so much more fun, at least to me. Maybe I could just read a couple here and there that are old. It's just been nice, though. And he was out here in Arizona, transferred out here for just a couple years, and I was able to go visit him. We'd talk about our visitations, and then he would be able to call eventually when this COVID shit started because I couldn't go visit him. And would record his conversations, and it was just basically B-Rad in prison and his experience in there, our, our friendship, and how far we go back, and all sorts of stuff. It's not a dark, necessarily, podcast or episodes. They're funny. At least we try to make them lighthearted, and we just have a good time, and it's always explicit. That's just the way it goes. However, I haven't heard from my boy in a, in a minute And It's been actually longer than normal. It's been around three, I want to say three months. I don't know if he's waiting for me to write him or what the story is. I have been checking the mail. Still nothing. I have not got any calls from him. I've saved his number, so that way when it's saved his number, it doesn't block basically spam calls. However, I'm thinking maybe he's, calling from a different prison now, and possibly the phone calls aren't coming through. But I figured by then he would have wrote me and said, hey, your shit's blocking me. Hopefully everything's all right, and I do got to at least take 30 minutes out of my day, which really isn't that long, write his ass, and finally get back onto the letters from B-Rad, which is actually my favorite. Till then, you're fucking stuck with me, because... It's just me now, solo. So, appreciate you guys, again, taking the time, stopping by, taking a listen. I still have the uh, YouTube video. Actually, I am going to... So, I did put one up not too long ago. I don't know if you guys saw it. It's Jose Meza. And there's a shit ton of Jose Mezas out there. So, that part sucks. I'm the one that has a lot of animations out there. And my logo is a black circle with my initials JM in gold. That's about as easy as I can make it because I should change it because I didn't... I knew Jose Mesa was a pretty common name, but I think it's becoming a little too common. And I just don't know if I should change the channel or not because I like having my name on there. So, I don't know. We'll see. Got some dirtbags, I think, pulling up by here. Anyway, so then I'm thinking, okay... So, yeah, so I was thinking that I'm going to be posting definitely more. I have an animation coming up soon because I have a really good one. I might have a couple, but I know one I have for sure that's really good. I can't wait to get started on it. Although, I have well, two videos coming up quickly. I don't know if you guys, like I said, saw the most previous one, which was Cars and Coffee. I'm going to do just another Cars and Coffee, but I didn't. Vlog on this when my buddy was with me. So I just did B-roll. So I'm just going to do a short B-roll vid, which probably boring for most. But, hell, it's a video, right? It's content. But then the next one should be a lot better. And here's why. If you guys have checked out my IG, which is josemeza__creator, you will see it there. I really should probably go into uh, TikTok shit. But other ones, Twitter, but I just, I don't know. There's just something about them I don't really care for. And Facebook is, eh. I did post it on Facebook, but that's kind of more for actual friends. I should do on the TikTok deal, though. Anyway, this one will be good. Why? Well, I'm glad you asked that. Great question. Well, remember, this is one thing I really wanted to talk about. Remember that. I had been planning on going to Vegas, Memorial Day weekend, spending the night in Vegas with a few friends of mine, and then taking my boys to my hometown of Pahrump for the first time ever, and yes, that was one reason why I missed that week of podcasts, because holy shit... You know that Monday through Thursday. So it was it, it was a long time in the making, a long time planning. And oh my god, it was it was everything that I was hoping it was, and even more. Even stayed in Vegas for one night. If you guys know me, I don't stay in Vegas. I don't really give a shit about the strip or anything about it. When you spend a lot of time there as you grow up, it's just kind of boring. And it's fucking packed and really the strip is for tourists more than anything else it was absolutely fantastic though now that was the good part the best part of course is going to my parents but man we had this plan for so long we were so excited and yeah ended up of course doing friday saturday sunday monday and ended up getting a room at the vedera which by the way I would highly recommend. One, it's not really a casino. It's it's pretty much a hotel. I hear that people actually live there, though. They're like, it's not that, that they're renting, that they own. I don't know if it's condos or what there, which I found extremely interesting. The bar's right down at the bottom. And it's no smoking. Now, I smoke cigars sometimes. I'm fine with it. No smoking. I'm good with it. What's really good about the Videra, though, is that the fucking customer service there is absolutely fantastic. I mean, valet there, even just ass is here it is, no problem, 35 bucks, because I was going to self-park because I'm a cheap fuck. You know, because I'm a firm believer is I should never have to pay somebody to park my car. However, my mind changed quickly because I also will take convenience into the equation and so we ask where the self park is because evidently self park is something that i might be going away in vegas or some shit i don't know 18 bucks to park plus it was at the sister property which is aria which a couple of my other boys stayed there i guess and and not that it's crazy far but you, you know, the, the the walk from the Videra to the Aria, if you're going from entrance to entrance, eh, maybe five, five minutes, you know, definitely way less than 10. And it's it's close. However, the parking. If you guys have all ever been to Vegas in a, just about any casino, the fucking parking is. Like another mile is what it seems like. It's you know, it's using a parking garage that's completely disassociated from the hotel. And it's it's nuts. So I don't know. I have no idea how far the self-parking was. Hell, I didn't even see signs for it. And they said, Well, you could park there, but then you have to walk through our sister property, which is the aria, through the capsino walk all the way to the Videra, this and that, and it's 18 bucks. Now, not that I was planning on leaving, but he's like. If you leave, you pay 18 bucks again to get, once you go back and come outside. So every time you leave the parking garage, you pay 18 bones. Yeah. $35 for valet at that point. It wasn't so bad. So valeted that shit, and it was so simple. Valeted, check-in was at three, get there at two, because we made great fucking time. Of course, my boys were a little bit behind me, but still made great time. Went in to the the front desk. They the dude was cool. Had a conversation, like just cool dude. And it was like two o'clock. Yeah, I'll check you in. I mean, it's from valet, and there was a line there. There was a line at the front desk from valet to checking our bags. Getting completely done. It must have been maybe twenty minutes, which is. Fucking exceptional. And if probably even less. I'm probably overshooting that. Then, then the elevator or the room is really close by. I mean, honestly, it's just a walk around the corner. For about 30 seconds. We shoot up the elevators. Bam. 31st floor. Staring out at the... What is it? Stadium? Raider, stadium Raiders Stadium, I'll call it. And the room was fucking awesome. I actually got some B-roll of it. I'm hoping to actually post that because I did vlog in Vegas, on the way to Vegas and in Vegas. So that is one of the videos, but that's not the one I'm talking about yet. And it was fantastic. Everything about the Vedera was amazing. The The bar went down there the next day, had bought, bought a Bloody Mary... One of the best Bloody Marys I've ever had, honestly. Absolutely fantastic. Bartender was great. Everything was fantastic. Even leaving, which I was like, oh, I didn't want to leave. But even leaving was so simple. It was another, I don't know, going down. Checkout time is 11, of course, like any other place is. 1045 comes around. We all want to go grab some breakfast elsewhere. I didn't really want to check out late or ask for checking out a little bit later, went down to the bellhop, asked if they can hold my bags. They said, yes. It, it, I mean, it it couldn't get any easier. And no matter what, if you're standing there like kind of wondering, looking like you have a question before you know it, somebody comes up and is like, Hey, how can I help you? You okay? This and that. I got a question about this. I got you here. Do this, do this, do this, do that. Boom. I mean, you're out, you're out. gone you're done so yeah check out on the kiosk of course because you just put your numbers in you throw your cards in there that's a five minute pro well two minute process walk over the bellhop. hop yes we'll hold your bags as soon as you come back give us a ticket they'll pull your car from the valet once you see your car there come in get the get the Luggage ticket to the bellhop. They'll come bring it out, throw it in for you. That's exactly what it was. The the valet. I go there, run that through a kiosk. Guy comes like, is everything okay? I think so. He's like, yep, you should be good. Truck comes in about I don't know, a few minutes. Guy comes out with the bags. What do you want it, sir? Put it in the bag. Blah 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 blah. Boom boom boom. Gone. I swear to God. Ten minutes later, I'm already on the freeway. It's Exceptional. Federa, that's the way to go. No question. So, Vegas, yeah, it was a good time. We threw it down. And we threw it down pretty goddamn good, I gotta say. And, I mean, yeah, I mean, as soon as I put all the shit, checked out the room, because it was nice, it was just cool shit, did a little vlogging, went down, And met up my boys at the Lift Bar down at the Aria. Walked down the Aria. And, of course, they're already a couple, there were one or two deep already. And and then, of course, the night went on. And it was great as we just went from the Videra drinking, drinking. We had some reservations, dinner reservations at Javier's at the Aria at 7. We were there, you know, started drinking right around 3 o'clock. And we just went from the Videra went, you know, Casino went to the, I think it was the Cosmopolitan, then they went to the Bellagio, then we went to Caesars Palace, as, of course, we're just fucking two-fisting the entire way, and just having fun. It was so damn busy, though. I mean, it was, Vegas was straight up crowded. It had only opened like a week or two before that, so people are just in droves, but... I'll tell you what, man, it made for some goddamn good people watching, and the girls there were, whoo, goddamn, they were beautiful, but it was, it was such a blast, you know, just walking from casino to casino to casino is is fun as it is, it it is, we just have a good time, although we were kind of running a little late for Javier's dinner from Caesars Palace, so then we kind of had to do a fucking slight jog back, slight, because of course, you had to stop every time we'd empty our drinks and, and you got those pisses coming and we made it though. We made it with th- with five minutes to spare and Javier's, which I didn't know is a Mexican joint. That's very much like a very, very high end Mexican spot. Like a, like a Fleming's or Mastro's steak 44 type of deal, but in Mexican food wise. And, the restaurant itself is just beautiful. I mean, they have like these ropes hanging from the ceiling that goes directly into the the bar. And they tried to explain that to me, but they're just like these white ropes. And there's probably 100, 200 of them just going in circles. And there's this mural that I don't know. I don't, I, I doubt it's hand carved, but Vegas, you never know. That's all wood and it, it really focuses on death. Now, it sounds really morbid, but it's really cool shit looking. It's massive. It's gotta be shit. It's gotta be 10, 15 feet high by, I don't know, maybe, yeah, maybe about 10, 15 feet l- wide. Like, it's it's a big fucking piece. And it kind of has like a little bit of history. You could tell, like, you could see like Columbus stuff in there. Like, but it, it was just, it was awesome. The service there, Absolutely spectacular. Like you can't beat it. It was it was great. The food was good. Listen, I'm a Mexican cat, all right? I grew up eating homemade Mexican food. Ain't nothing gonna touch that shit. That being said, Javier's was really good. Now I've had better, but not saying it was bad. I would probably put around an eight. And if I go to a steakhouse, like when we go to City Hall or Steak 44, maybe that's what we'll do tomorrow, it's the best steaks I've ever had. So I kind of hold it to that. But I can also say, listen, I grew up on Mexican food, and so I got a little bit of a different feel for it. However, I have taken there's, – shit, there's this little place right here by the name of Lupita's that's really close to me. And that place is it's a little hole in the wall and their fucking foods fantastic. So I would even say that's better than Javier's. nothing not taking anything from Javier's. It was great. like I'm just saying it was just like I've had a little bit better. but the ambiance, the service stellar. The salsa fantastic. It was it was just a great time but what do I always say? Who gives a shit where you're at? It's who you're with, right? So it was a treat for us. We're in Vegas. Why not? But we could have been at fucking Little Caesars and still had just such a great time anyway because it's the company. So it was, but it was, it was, it was a lot of fun. It was a great time. We got done there. Then um, we're at the RESO then. We went up to the rooms to my buddy's room at the Aria and just fucking drink some more got a little more shit face there then like let's go back so we went back downstairs went to the lift bar and that's when we got approached by a course for hired chicks or as I like to call them whores and it was <laughs> it was fucking great I just I love that shit because they're all over the place in Vegas and they're usually pretty hot and these were, you know, one of them had a great body. She just talked like, plaffy duck a little bit. Not the, the extreme, but we call her whiff-whaff, or at least that's what we were calling her. And her friend was, well, she was all right. But it was just great because we're just sitting at the bar, kicking back, drinking, and of course they approach as they want to hang out with you, just as it is, just a normal girl or girls, and just kind of kicking back, So it's not always easy to tell who's the for hires and who are not, right? And that's what they were. And you kind of figured, but you don't know. You just kind of kick back. I got to give it to them. They didn't come in and be like, hey, you buy his drinks right off the bat. So that's something different because here it fucking happens all the time. All the time. And they're not even for hires. I think. (laughs) So. We're sitting there kicking back, drinking and bullshitting with them. And and then after a while, I was like, oh, yeah, we I mean, knew what's going on. And she's like, oh, we're don't know. We might stay till Monday or Tuesday, maybe even Wednesday. And my buddy's like, oh, yeah, wow. So what do you do being that you can be so flexible? I was like, And at least she was like straight out of the box for the most part. She, you know, she was just like, oh, we're, we're strippers in Atlanta. OK, whatever. I don't give a shit. I am gonna look at you any different than that. The only thing I knew at that point, I'm like, ah, oh, these bitches be looking for money, not necessarily just hanging out. And sure, shit, eventually, as we we're talking this and that, I go to sit down at the, the bar because we're all standing up. I sit down at the bar because two spots open up. Me and my nephew joined us, and we start sitting at the bar, kicking back. And the other girl's friend comes, and she's like, "Hey," and I'm like, "Hey, what's up?" She's like, "I'm very lucky at, at, at when I'm gambling." I'm like, "Oh, cool, whatever." Like, I don't know if it's like a pickup line or impressive or what the hell's supposed to do. Anyways, we're kicking back. She throws in a fucking ten spot. I'm, again, kudos. She didn't ask me to fucking throw in money like I would, and that's probably maybe why she didn't ask. But she throws in a ten spot. He's there for five minutes, loses it, and I was like, "Wow, you are pretty lucky." But yeah. That's when she basically approaches me, turns around and just like, you know, grabbing her hair, flipping her hair with her left hand, leans down, leans on the, uh, on the bar top as she's sitting down, looks at me, is playing with her hair and goes, so do you like strippers? And I said, eh, I don't really go to strip clubs because I don't really care for them that much. And she goes, Oh, well, what about private strippers? And I said, Yeah, I don't need those either. I don't need any. Why would I need to pay for that shit? And she's like, Oh. And you could just see her face just kind of, the emotion just kind of gets taken out, almost like her soul's leaving her body. Now, not that devastating, but you could see the, the, disappointment I guess of when she's never really told no and so we were laughing my nephew's like cracking up I asked my nephew "Is like did she hit you up after that because I was curious and my nephew's 25 and and he's like no he goes I think they could tell by looking at me that I couldn't afford them (laughs) but but it's a good thing so we just kicked back he and I were just laughing as and she kind of like uh, slides out of the seat and then goes talk to the my boys and the and her friend and they're all hanging out and then yeah eventually they leave and we st- we're still hanging out drinking and my boys like yeah yeah he's like what's up he's like yeah, she wanted seven hundred bucks like uh, <laughs> like seven hundred fucking dollars really I bet you can't even pronounce a word right anyways they're telling us that that's the going rate in Scottsdale. Because we did, we we did say, yeah, we're from Scottsdale area, and they're like, oh, we've been there a couple times or whatever, and that's the going rate in Scottsdale. First of all, I don't give a shit what the going rate in Scottsdale. We're in Vegas, number one, and two. Seven hundred dollars, a little fucking spendy, isn't it? I mean, come on, shit. Now seven hundred for both. Hmm, that still might be a little expensive, but a lot more enticing. So my boy was like no nah, not for 700 bucks <laughs> and and, then, and she had a great body she was, she was, she wasn't bad looking i'm just making fun of her a little bit but she 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 really had a stellar body unlike her friend was a little bit on the on the um, round side thick side and yeah they were pretty disappointed and actually when the girl the the, the blonde that which well the blonde they are both blonde the mm-hmm. the the thicker one that, w- that approached me then approached my other buddy and she's like she said something about like, oh, yeah, $700. And he goes, no. And she goes, okay, how about $500? And that was like, I mean, that was not even negotiating. That was like $700, no. How about $500? I mean, come on. It was just dropped down that fast. And he's like, no. And they tried. And in the end, it was so funny to basically burn their fucking 45 minutes worth of their time just to be told no. Because that's what you get for being an asshole. I, I just love it. I, I mean, come on. For hires, come on. No, not going to happen. So that was great. The best part about it is, though, is Eventually, the next day, talking to my boy who got approached by the $700 one, And he said around two o'clock in the morning, he got a text from her and saying, well, I guess this means that you're not interested since I haven't heard from you yet. (laughs) Yeah, I would say that's that's about right. I mean, to go along the lines of like, oh, so I guess this means you're not interested being that I haven't heard from you. And that was two or three hours after you already told no. Like that means... She ran dry that entire night and she was just going back for the fucking nuggets that she was hoping to get or missed. And it was like, yeah, no, still no. And I just, that made, and we just, we were just fucking dying laughing. I mean, wow, the shit that some people do for money. Seriously. Now, hey, if I was a hot chick, it was saying that I wouldn't do the same thing. But I'm not, so, ah. but I it's fucking shocking, but it was, it was, that 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 was a fun, fun night, my nephew and I, and all of us, I mean, he got pretty trashed, and we were just walking around the entire aria, I don't think we even gambled the entire time we were in Vegas, actually, no, my boys did do black on roulette, and they both lost 100 bucks right off the bat, no big deal. But yeah, we were uh, looking for cigar spots and just looking. The people watching, oh, fantastic. The pub that we drank there that that night, and then we had breakfast at that following day. It was just in a perfect spot where there's so much traffic going through from one casino to the other, and it's just great. The, The people watching is fantastic. And I know that pot's been legal in Nevada for a while, but... I got to say, I saw more pot smokers and cigarette smokers there this time. I, I've never seen it that crazy. They just walk out and just and just hitting the fucking blunts. And man, it was just, it was a sight. It was a total sight. So uh, yeah. And yeah. And then the next day, our, even though our breakfast took forever at the pub, it was good. It was really good. But the breakfast took forever. And they're hurting over there. Staff, people don't want to go back to work. You're getting you're getting fucking damn near $1,000 a goddamn fucking week from unemployment. Why the hell are you going to go back? Honestly, it's, it's crazy. So, of course, there's a lot of people that haven't gone back. So I know they're short-staffed, and that's one of the reasons. But nonetheless, it was great food. And at that point, we bounced and headed. Although my buddies aren't going to stay at the RA anymore because... Unlike the Vadera, their customer service and experience was fucking atrocious. It took them at least thirty minutes to valet. Well, no, because it took twenty me, so it probably took them about forty minutes, forty to forty-five minutes to valet and get checked into their hotel. And I was already out of Vegas. I, I mean, I was out of the city, and they still hadn't gotten their car from the valet, from the Aria. It was, they said, that for that reason, they'll never stay at the Aria again. The Vedera, fucking so easy, so easy, so simple, and such a great location. You just can't beat it. The rooms are just as nice. Oh, it was awesome, yeah. Yeah, finally headed back, and Pops was supposed to make the chicken at 2 o'clock, because told him 2 o'clock, And of course, my dad is extremely impatient. And yeah, heading back around 1230, called my mom to let her know that we're heading. We're all heading over there. And she tells me that my dad had already made the chicken. It's done at 1230. Probably got done at 12 o'clock. Yeah, I almost lost my shit because I wanted I wanted my buddies to see my dad's process and how he does a chicken, like the fucking best chicken in the fucking world. And unfortunately they missed it. We got there and it's you know, still it's it's still fantastic, don't get me wrong. But when it comes off that fucking oil disc just out of out of the fire, you just can't beat it. It's it's absolutely the best. And so didn't get experience that. I was Just sad about that, but my dad is so impatient. I mean, I told them two o'clock just to buy me an hour. We're planning on being there at one. Told them two o'clock just to play it safe. Nope. I should have told them four. It was ready at 12 o'clock. Fucking crazy. So I was upset, but calmed down, it was fine. And we sat, we parent or my buddy showed up to my parents' spot. And really the first time any of my friends outside of Perom and that I grew up with, had ever been to my hometown and to my parents' spot. And, man, they were looking so forward to it, every bit of it, more so than Vegas experience, and they really, really enjoyed themselves. We just had such a great time. We got there, ate fucking chicken, stuffed ourselves, drank fucking massive amounts of alcohol, and just had a great time. My boy Doug stopped by. They got to meet him. And he got, it was just, he was absolutely perfect. My sister was there. And we just had such an amazing time. My nephew was there for a little bit. My younger one that was in Vegas with us. But he had to leave early for another job. And my other nephew was out of town. So missed a couple cats there. But man, we threw it down that day, that night. kicked back on my parents. It was just amazing. Absolutely fucking great. And the next day, which is Sunday, when my mom then was making the tamales. Oh, holy shit. Now, my boys were leaving at... They were leaving on Sunday to try to beat traffic. One of them was going to work on Monday Memorial Day. So my mom made sure that the tamales were ready at 1. And... I just always told them, there ain't nothing like pulling the tamales out off the stove and eating them right then and there. Like, just like that chicken. You can heat them up, you can bring them home, you could do whatever, it doesn't matter. Nothing like pulling them off that stove, reaching in and, oh, boom, fuck. Anybody that's had my mom's tamales, you know what I'm fucking talking about. Oh, and yeah. And so then, of course, we stayed up a little bit late on Saturday, drinking at, kicking back at my sister's because the boys, my, my boys stayed at my sister's house that she has for rent and um, met up at my parents and just had a great time again. Drank beers, ate a shit ton of tamales. My na- my nieces came over and, and just had a lot of people over and we just had a great time. Doug came over and... It was absolutely spectacular. Beautiful days too. Beautiful days that we were able to do because Perump's just a windy shithole. I mean, it's a shithole usually, but you had wind in there. Fucking ugh, the worst. Absolutely stunning those last those two days, and yeah, my boys finally bounced, and then <sighs> Doug came back with the Ford Ranger. And that's the video that I can't wait to put up. So he got a Ford Ranger 85 Ford Ranger truck from his brother for his his brother has another vehicle. This so it's just an old truck. And this whole time we're talking about maybe when I go out there taking it out for out in the desert and jumping it. Now, a lot of times we say shit, we either run out of time or recently we've kind of chickened shit out a little bit, you know, because we're not, I was going to say we're not 14 anymore, but in a way we are actually. A little bit we are. And yeah, he's like, I'm going to go get the truck. <laughs> I was like, okay. Sure as shit, he pulls up in the fucking ranger. Holy shit. So. That's when the fun really began. (laughs) I I can't... I um, I was pretty excited about this from the beginning. Again, we used to do this type of stuff all the time, mobbing through the desert. Doug's actually had some pretty nice vehicles lately, so we haven't been able to do much. And lo and behold, this little gift drops in his hands. What else could we do? So... Doug Leaves comes back with the Ford Ranger. Oh, I couldn't believe it. So, of course, what I had to do was charge up the Osmo because I was going to take so I was going to take my camera and my my Canon and I thought, hmm, might not be a good idea. Maybe I'll take the Osmo. Gimbal, small. It's probably going to be a little bit of a bumpy ride. Not sure where we were going yet. So, of course, I said, I went with my judgment, with actually followed my gut for once, and went with the Osmo. Thank God, I'll tell you that right now. So, of course, first of all, we did what any, I don't know what to say, any smart human being would do, and avoided any necessary, what, cautions, I guess, whatever you want to call it, so we didn't wear helmets or anything like that, because fucking who wears helmets, and the one thing we did have to do, and remembered, we had to strap down that battery, because Man, if anything comes loose, is that battery? As soon as that thing comes loose and hits and grounds or whatever, it just boom kills that fucking engine, right? We couldn't afford to be str- stranded out there, so Doug did what any some, any human being in our situation would do: grabbed a what is it? The tie downs wrapped around the battery from over also the grill and the front end of the truck and made sure that thing was not moving. And that's it. We were ready to go. Yep. I even showed him, dude, you got a ladder in the back. You got a gas can and some other shit in the back. Do you want to take any of those out? And he's like, (laughs) eh, fuck it. No. Let's just go with it. And thank God we didn't because it did add a little to the fact. Oh, yeah. And it was great. So, of course, I was a little nervous because we haven't done this in a minute. Again, we are 44 and 45 years old and 14 in our brains. And, yeah, I was a little nervous, but I went ahead and did a little, I don't know, what do you say? little, not necessarily B-roll, but did a little walk around on the truck with the gimbal showing it. It It's actually pretty decent condition. The inside was fucking gross and a mess. But outside of that, the truck was pretty solid. Tires, everything. Like, not bad. We figured for sure, you know, something's gonna go. I mean, we had to decide where we weren't where where we wanted to go when we go to this place by the name of the Mesquite Mountains. And yeah, my Osmo ends up charging up. I get into some clothes that, you know. My desert clothes, let's say, my play clothes. Yeah. And said, Hey, I guess it's time. So then my little nephews, my niece's kids, go, Where are you guys going? We're gonna go jump the truck. And they're like, Really? And of course, as a fucking kid, you're like, holy shit, can I go? Of course they can't go. Not with us, anyway. But they can go with my niece's husband's car. Besides, we needed another vehicle in case we got stuck or needed to be towed back. So they have a Durango with a Hemi 4x4. So we figured now we're good, right? You put the kids in there, Doug and I head off in the little 85 Ford Ranger and... We should be good. And sure enough, we head out. This fucking thing, he's got it floored. It's yeah, it is an automatic. It was just so funny. So special was actually pretty good. We go to our old stomping grounds, the mesquite mountains, where we used to carry tires up the top of this fucking mountain, basically, and then roll them off the other side. And we'd go out there shooting and oh, always had a great time. Not far away from my parents either, It's just like five minutes away, maybe, (laughs) maybe ten, I don't know, and it was great, so of course, as we're going, Doug's like hitting, going off the road and hitting bushes and shit, and then finally, we're getting to the Mesquite Mountains, and of course, the road's just right up there, so Doug then basically just, boom, take just, turns a wheel and we go flying through the fucking desert before we even get to the road eventually we hit the road because we're cutting across to the desert and just mobbing fish tailing and uh i mean going through these uh, these craters you might as well call them you know when cars and truck tires whatever when it's muddy out there and they just make these holes and then just in general water making just deep holes and we're just smashing through these things like like fucking animals it's like if you know we're in a dirt bike you might it's it's just like you're going to a dirt bike shit you probably wouldn't even go that crazy in a dirt bike and yeah and we were just going making doing donuts and and turning you know just fishtailing whipping a bitch and going up this other little hill part where we got stuck one time and really nasty area where we probably would have completely broke the truck. And just, we were just going crazy. And finally, we're like, okay, we're, let's, let's jump this motherfucker, right? Because we didn't know. And we see this little, like, we see this hole in, like, I don't know. It was, it was pretty, pretty decent size radius wise, this, this hole, probably about 40. 50 feet in diameter and it had a good like it was kind of on the side of the hill so we could get a running start from the side of the hill hit that shit and hopefully in theory we catch air and we said that looks pretty good doesn't it yes so (laughs) i made sure i got my camera my gimbal we got no seatbelts on by the way I don't even know. I mean, it did have seatbelts. I just don't know if they were functional. And sure enough, we just—I mean—we floored up there. He fucking just whips it around and guns it. Is because it's not going very fast. The top speed at that truck probably was around fifty-five when we leave my parents floored, wind to our backs. But we got a little downhill help, and and this is just like straight fucking dirt, right? Like poofy type of dirt and and uh, as you're going it's like oh and sure enough boom we hit that goddamn fucking hole and whoa i'm i'm holding on to the roof because i've we've jumped many plenty of vehicles when we were kids and the there's one thing you learn when you jump a vehicle you stabilize yourself some way, somehow cuz Oh, your head's going to hit that top of that car roof guaranteed and just like anything else as you were a kid anywhere else you touch the stove once when it's hot and you never fucking do it again on purpose right well same thing with the car jumping and hell yeah even if you got a helmet your, your neck still gonna get you're still gonna sting and so i'm i'm like holding on and as a driver you know Doug, he can't really. He has to hold on to that wheel, so he's got to just kind of hold his head down and hoping that it doesn't pop enough to, for him to hit his head up there. But as a passenger, I have I have my phone connected to the Osmo with one hand as I'm trying to hold on to the other, and oh, my God, I, I, I actually haven't even seen the footage from the inside because I can't even imagine if you could even see what's going on. All I know is just like, I mean – it was so rough, and we just hit hard. And of course, it was the first time, so we didn't really go hundred percent, but we did. We we did go pretty hard, and just boom, boom, we landed, and we just and and the and the the kids and and them and the other vehicle, they were just they were just fucking cracking up, and like. They came out like, oh, my God, that was so cool. You know, they're just super excited. Yeah, they're probably, I think, what, 12, 11 or younger. Oh, they were just out of their minds. And we're like, let's roll it again, dog. We're like, all right. So we go. And he guns it a little bit more. It's like, oh, here we go. And it's boom. And we catch a little bit more air and just boom. You just see this dust flying through the, like, through the fucking windshield or all over the windshield through the cab of the truck because of course we have our windows down and nothing falls out of the out of the bed at this time like holy shit this was fun and we did one more round and the kids are just going fucking nuts we just got a cheering section and it is just we're just having a great time and of course i'm gonna be like It's time to get some footage from the outside, right? I mean, I got to see this thing. It just can't get from the inside. And who knows? The footage is probably completely unusable from the inside. I would say that we'd have to have a GoPro strapped to the dashboard. And I do have a a GoPro. But if I would have thought ahead sooner, and and if I knew this was guaranteed we were going to do this, I would have set that up properly, which would have definitely been so much better. So I really hope the footage is usable so and the same thing doug's like how about some footage from the outside i'm like of course and so i get outside i get a little close and he comes in hot and i hit that shit but i have and i have it in, in slow motion because i of course you're gonna have it in slow motion and he hits that shit boom and it just looks so funny like it's so great but it's a little close like i want to see the entire vehicle so i I tell him one more time. I throw my arm out. I fucking turn it in a circle. I said, "Let's roll it one more time." I back off or back up so I zoom out. and have fuck wide full frame, and as I I see Doug just whoo, you know, mobbing up the hill, turns it around, whips it around, and then comes down and and I know this time it's the fastest he's been going. It's the hardest he's going for it than the last four jumps that we've had. So. I have to catch this one, and sure enough, I I have the entire thing in frame, and he hits that shit, and boom! Oh my god! It, I mean, it, when you're inside the vehicle, feels like feels like you just you know jumped seven eight feet in the air. It's really, it's more like at one and a half to two feet, <laughs> but but it's something like that. It feels like it's high and it's rough, but I'm filming him, and sure enough, you just whoo! And you see this fucking thing catch some air. I mean, all four wheels at the same time. Doug's inside. He has a cigarette in his in his, uh, in his mouth. And you can see through the cab. And he's like holding on to the steering wheel, kind of ducking, hoping he doesn't hit the fucking top of the <laughs> of the roof of the car. You know, when you're hanging out for dear life, basically. And, oh, and, oh my God. It looks so great. It's just side, side view that I got. The side profile. And this thing's fucking up in the air for a half a second. And just... Boom, that front end just hits, digs right into the fucking ground. Dirt, dust pops everywhere. Then the back end comes slamming down, and as the back end slams down, it pops up. The ladder just, boom, pops up from the back of the bed and falls right out of the truck. And, oh, my God, we were fucking dying. It was incredible. And that is the next video I'm going to put up. However, I do have the the jump on my IG. So, you guys want to check that out. It's it's there and I'm going to have it on YouTube hopefully in the next week or two, but I'm going to cut the entire thing. I'm not going to cut the entire vlog. That's just going to be one of the sections. Oh, super excited. It was so goddamn funny and it was great. And yeah, I mean, you know, we 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 threw it down and had a had a great time. So, uh so yeah. So luckily, you know, as we said we were planning in case something were to go wrong, we have the my my niece's husband his, with his Durango out there in case we need to get towed back or need to jump whatever it was. But hell no, that truck was a champ. That thing is a total tank. Now, one thing fucking happened. Not a even maybe we even thought maybe a flat tire, busted suspension, nothing. Because we held that battery down with the strap, that thing was solid. I mean, nothing even came off so solid. And out of the two vehicles that we had out there, well, you know, if I would have told you we had an 85 two-wheel drive Ford Ranger and a, I don't know, 2012-13 Durango with... Custom wheels, tires, 4 by 4 tires, Hemi, and a 4 by 4 which one do you think is going to get stuck? A Ranger, of course, and it didn't. It was the Hemi that got fucking stuck, actually, and that of, you know, we take that, we took that thing to follow us to help us out of trouble, and unfortunately... It worked. It didn't work out that way. It was the complete opposite. The Hemi ends up getting stuck, and we have to try to tow the fucking thing out with a with the Ford Ranger, and that wasn't happening. So he had to call in some reinforcements. His neighbor who had a big ass F two hundred and fifty Power Stroke diesel four by four that finally yanked that fucking thing out, and. It had a little bit of a time because it was digging. It, I mean, it dug two wheels. It dug four wheels. And finally, it got a little bit of running start and popped that fucking Durango right out of there. But holy shit, if, if there was, if if anybody would bet and I'd be like, which one's going to get stuck out in the desert? Of course, everybody would have went with the Ford Ranger. But god damn it. Hell no. We even jumped that thing and it still fucking rallied. So. Basically, the moral of the story is stick to Fords. Don't buy a fucking Dodge. They suck. <laughs> so I, when I – hopefully, you guys, if, you know, check out – again, check out the, the YouTube channel and subscribe to it. When that thing pops up and it's coming soon, you guys can kind of see and hopefully I – I'm almost afraid to look at the footage from the inside because I don't want to be disappointed in the fact that it's not usable. I hope it is. Oh, so good, so good, so much fun. And it just it just had a blast. So I was extremely happy um to do that. And yeah, and we just we just well, you know went back home, ate more tamales, drank some more beer. Later that night went actually finally went to the casino, did our traditional Cleopatra Keno at the Roadhouse. Doug actually won 500 bones. I won shit, like 20 bucks. And that's because he gave me 20 fucking bucks to, after I lost the 20. Um, and yeah, and it was great. Left early the next day. Got home in four and a half hours on Monday, on Memorial Day. And then, of course, like any normal human would do, came home, met up my boys and some other friends at the bar at when I got home at 2.30, 2 2.00, o'clock. No, 1 o'clock, met them at 2 and proceeded to carry on the drinking festivities in the debauchery, 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 you know what I'm saying, until later on that night around 9 or 10 o'clock at night so I could prepare to go to work tomorrow. Not the best idea, also to go to the gym the next day. Not not very smart, not a very smart idea, but I worked through it, I did it, and it was a fucking blast, and it was well worth it. Oh, fantastic. I didn't mean to take up my entire time with that story. Son of a bitch. I, I really had a couple topics here planned, especially about the one where I shit myself on Friday, and I was going to... No, and I actually literally shit my shit myself Saturday. But I guess I'll just have to save that for the next time. And then went to go see Adam Adam Ray at CB Live and oh, so good. So yeah. Um ah I don't want to go any I don't really want to go over and I have to go finish off another video. But I hope you guys at least enjoyed that. I know it's probably not as entertaining as I you know, as it could have been because I usually have a few more topics than that. Did You ever realize it's almost like a dream. You have a story to have a dream and you're going like, ah, it'll take a few minutes, maybe, maybe 10, 15 minutes at the most to tell the story. Before you know it, you're 40 minutes in. You're like, holy shit, this is a little longer than I thought. And I even sped this motherfucker up a bit. So I don't know. Hopefully, I didn't lose you guys too much, and I will, and I promise you, I will talk about, well, what I just said, what I was going to go into it next time about shitting myself on Friday. All right, I will leave you guys at that. I appreciate you guys taking the time to stop by, taking a listen. Truly appreciate it. And next time, I will be back definitely next week. No doubt, especially being that I do have topics. Look, look at me. I'm getting a little organized and prepared. Let's not get carried away. These are just runovers from the from this podcast. But it is it is it is a practice, and it is something I am trying. So, uh, yes, I appreciate you guys. Thanks for taking a listen and. I will see you guys next time. And don't shit yourself to that. Peace! That's a fucking rap!